school. So you're fighting through apathy and all these other factors that they're dealing with. And again, being at the high school level, like these kids have jobs. Some of them are the they're they're care caregivers yes. <laughs> for kids that are for theirs and not yes. theirs. You yes. know, so all of that with COVID and just with with post COVID, and so we're recovering still. Like we're we're still in in the early stages of recovery, trying to get back to some sense of you know upward, trying to climb upward. You know, there's this right. thing that our principal gave us over the beginning of the year. So we're moving from surviving to thriving. Don't know that we've gotten to the thriving part yet. We're still in between mm-hmm. <laughs> surviving yeah. and thriving, but trying to move forward and get, uh, you know, reestablishing school culture and in the building. So, yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's that's a lot of. Uh, it leads to the to the next part, but I will say this before before uh, before we go to the next part. It, it seems like uh, well, there's uh, I guess a question uh, to piggyback off of uh, that last question. So part of that change, are you all still using, I know for me, I'm still using a lot of technology. I still have to incorporate Schoology. Uh, I have some got Jamboard and Nearpod and, ooh, I forgot the other thing that I use. I, it's, it's, it, yeah. So are yeah. you all still in the classroom? Are you all still incorporating that? Or are you went back to maybe traditional teaching? Um, well, we're, we're still required, like Schoology, that's now with the TCS, that's a required thing okay. to use even with being face-to-face, even everything you're doing in the classroom should be, should be represented in that digital space. So they, they've even updated the, the observation forms now to include that digital part, like ah. how do you use that digital space? Because, you know, kids, it's, it should be set so to where if the kid is not in the classroom, if they're not there that day, then they can still access basically everything they need on the platform. So that's, that's the requirement. They've made that really clear. It's a non-negotiable. Gotcha. So, so they're using, and especially, uh, Ms. Watkins, I know you, you, uh, teach, uh, uh, like elementary age. So that, are they using technology a little bit more as well? Yeah. For, well, for me personally, in my classroom, I use a, a lot of technology just as a reinforcement of the skill that I've taught for that day. So, okay. Uh, we use it, I use it like in a center rotation. Okay. And so the kids, they still, I, I call it a blended situation because there's instruction and then there is the use of technology. But mm-hmm. as Andy said, we still have to upload assignments on Schoology in the, in the event that a student is out. I mean, we all saw what happened like right after Christmas break mm-hmm. <laughs> when mm-hmm. we went through almost another shutdown just at the school level because it was just so many kids out at different times. So we still had to upload work on Schoology so that kids can, you know, have access to it if they were out. Yeah, gotcha. I, oh, I remember that. Don't get me started. That was, I was crazy. <laughs> like, Santa that came to these four houses and gave them COVID. And gave them COVID. <laughs> Oh, Merry Christmas. Here's the gift that you asked for, and also. <laughs> right, and all the teachers, we were sitting there like, see, we, t- we tried to tell y'all. You tried to tell <laughs> Yeah, we, uh, we experienced the same thing at our school. The, the numbers uh, uh, went up again. They they I teach at a private school, and they just, they, they had the opportunity to, uh, the ability, I'm sorry, to just, they shut down a whole grade. Like, okay, this grade, they're going straight to Zoom, y'all. So, oh, yeah. You know, and that was just because they had, you know, it's 20, you had five cases. Oh, yeah, we got shut down. So, but uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's a, 
it's a good thing and a bad. Well, I, I wouldn't say a bad thing, but it's a, it's a challenge. But it's a good thing that you have the technology. The challenge of it is, man, technology is great when it is working. That's what I was always been. That's what I've always been told. When it's not though, True. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of uh, uh, things, issues you have to navigate as a teacher, uh, and that leads to this next question. So, how do you navigate? the uh, complexities of students' life in order in order to teach them. And I say in order to teach them because you, you have some that, that may use the excuse of a student's background. That's the to word. Not, to not teach them, to mm-hmm. not make sure that they learn. Well, let's just give them some and move them on. And now... I work. I, I uh, talk with a lot of people in the private uh, private sector and, and the industry, and that's the biggest thing they talk about is, hey, hey, man, you know, we need a skilled workforce. You know, why is why is our workforce not skilled? They're not skilled enough to uh, know how to use a calculator, or know how to, uh, you know, to to conjugate a verb or write out. You know, no math enough to to be even, uh, uh, you know, work as a nurse or, or, or work as a nurse assistant or something like that. And, and, and one of the things is, I know, man, uh, I grew up with issues. <laughs> we had uh, things going on at the house and all that good, all that, not good stuff, but all that stuff. But so how do you like navigate that? And yet still leads to the next question to still make them accountable, even through family, environment issues, learning issues. How do you how do you navigate that to make sure that they they get it and they're just they're not just passed along. Who wants to take that first? Okay, well don't have to ask me because I always got something to say. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> I was gonna go rock paper um, scissors shoot. <laughs> me, pick me. <laughs> go ahead. Um well so ooh, those are two good questions. Um and this is this is my passion of passions. If I could just do this then I would be a happy camper like my dream job. But it, everything, and I know Sharetta knows, and we hear this all the time, everything, and I mean everything, starts with relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, we overuse, we probably, it's probably cliche now, we overuse that that uh, quote, I don't even know who who said it, but, you know, they don't, kids don't know, how, they don't want to know uh, how much, they don't care about how much you know until they know how much you care, right? Yes. And not just saying, hey, how you doing? How you family? How your mom and your daddy? But like being genuine and they can sift through all the fake stuff. Like kids know from the youngest to the oldest, they know if you care or not. You know, that's why you have so many kids or you really do. And Sharetta probably knows more than anything at elementary level. You have them clinging to you because like, I know that I know Ms. Watkins here. So she make me feel good, you know, or she talks to me or she looks like she cares for real. There's a feeling you get from, from, from certain kids, but everything starts with relationship and rapport because you have to know them in order to be able to teach them. And you can't go, you can't stick with this old school mindset to where the kids just got to get on board and they got to do what I say. And this is the way I've always done it. Well, this is not then, you know, this is 2022. Kids are different. Society is different. School is different. The world is changing and you can't, you can't navigate it from just show up and I just give you all this information. No, you have to, kids will do anything for you. 
if you can establish relationship. I may not even necessarily like this topic or math may not be my thing because Ms. Watkins doing it or because Miss Mr. Mr. Moore doing it, I'm gonna get with it because I like him or I like her or I can get with him or her. You know, so it starts with relationships and caring for real because they're a whole person outside of that work. They're more than a grade. Just like we are individuals, mm -hmm. us as adults, we have personal lives. We're more than educators. We're more than just instructional coaches or we're people and we have lives and we have things that affect us, you know, outside of, um, outside of school. We just, most of us do a better job of putting on facades or masking it or going or pushing through that. But a lot of kids don't know how to do that. So you have to meet them where they are. And while we, you know, you said, how do you make them accountable? And the, the word you used to was, you know, a lot of people make excuses, right? For why yeah. we can't teach kids. There are a million reasons why they can't, but what about what can they do? You know, mm -hmm. we know a lot of them when they get to us, so they're behind grade level where, be, you know, with math or reading, but what can I do with them in the time that I have? I can't go back and fix the fact that they're three grade levels behind, but I can do what I can right. to promote growth or maybe somebody and somebody, when I send them on to the next grade level, they're going to take them and, and move them on. You know, we do our part, you know, one plants, the other waters and, you know, the scripture elders, y'all know what it's <laughs> <laughs> but you know, doing your part, but you know, you don't make excuses for, okay, you know what? I know you had to work last night. I know you got a full-time job. I know you got a little sister and maybe you have to get them up and take them to the bus in the morning, but all right, you need to go get some water. You know, you need some extra time on this assignment. I can't let you off. You got to do it, but I'm going to work with you. Right. You know, because I, I can't let you sleep. If you're tired, you can go, you can go stretch. You can go take, I give you a bathroom pass. You can go get some water, put some water on your face, you know, mm -hmm. and yeah. come on back. But meeting them where they are, because they have, they have issues more than we even know sometimes they more more they tell us a lot they'll they'll if you give them the time and the space they will give you stuff that you didn't even ask for oh, yes <laughs> but they have a lot to deal with but you know just starting with relationships and knowing your people knowing your kids and knowing that there are people outside of the grades and the numbers and just keeping them accountable but you know not making excuses but helping them navigate through all of that. You know, I know yes. life is hard. It is. And it is yes. not fair a lot of times. And I am so sorry you're in this situation. But you know what? There's a reason for it. I can't tell you what it is right now, but I know you're tired. But, hey, you got this job, but I, you got to you gotta do what you need to do in my class. So I need you to wake up or I need you to go get some water. I got some gum. You need some gum? <laughs> you know? And then some of them will even tell you, oh, Miss Taylor, well, I, I sleep in so-and-so class, but I don't sleep in your class because I like your class. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know? And then you have the ones who just, you know, God help them. They, got, they just got so much things going on and they're not going to get with nobody. They're they not going to get with Miss Taylor. They're not, they not going to get with Miss Watkins. They're not going to get with <laughs> Mr. Moore. They just, uh-uh. This is not for me. And that's okay, you know? But relationships and just you know yeah. helping them you know navigate through everything they have going on to not make excuses but give them the support they need well listen miss miss Watkins, go on a tag team on we we and we in uh, uh the evening service of this teacher's <laughs> convocation <laughs> she has brought forth well, uh, pass the, the word pass the mic go ahead i know you got some <laughs> well come on the tag team right there because even though i teach elementary kids they still, go, some of them go through more trauma and mm. more situations than we adults yes. can even understand. Because at their age, they don't have the skills, they don't have the tools, they don't have the, the ability to navigate the adult issues that are often dropped on them. Things that they see, things that they experience, things that they hear. And um, 
you know, I, I just, I always feel like, you know, their mood and their emotional state really determines if they're ready to learn or not. So sometimes we just have to stop. I start my day with a morning meeting and we just talk about, you know, are you okay? And I don't ask them the whole class. They have a, I have a, um, a Google form where we, we do a check-in. Uh-huh. And they can check in. It has like little emojis on there with different feelings, and it just says, you know, how, how are you feeling today? Are you great? Are you okay? Are you good? Are you? Um, do you need to talk? Are you feeling blue? And so, depending on where they are, I'll call them back, you know, to the table and just check in with them and just say, you know, hey, how you doing? You know, what's going on today? How can I help you? I see you with your head down. Is there anything I can do to help you? Did you eat breakfast this morning? Mm. Well, why not? Well, well, let's go by the cafeteria and let's get you something. Or I have some applesauce, you know, over there in the snack bag. Go ahead and get that because I keep snacks in the room. Right. Um, so I'll just try to check in with them. You know, Rita Pearson, um, one of my favorite people, she always, I mean, she said uh, on one of her TED Talks that kids, you know, they don't learn well if they don't like you. So through building relationships with my kids is very important. You know, that's something that I do. Um, I work on that from the start of the year, and we can continue to develop that throughout the year because I know that for many of those kids, I may be the only smile that they get. Mm-hmm. I may be the only soft voice that they hear. I may be the only hug that they receive because their home lives can just be Jacked up, but let me say this just because you live in a house with a mom and a dad doesn't mean that your life is hunky dory. That is right. <laughs> so, right. you know, we tend to think, you know, it's the single parent, you know, kids that are coming from a single parent home or kids that are coming from at risk situations that are struggling, but that's not always true. Sometimes mm-hmm. there's kids with both parents in the home and that are, you know, doing really, really well, but they're struggling emotionally. Right. And so, you know, I, I believe in, you know, supporting my kids. Um, I also believe in restorative justice. So I try to teach my kids how to manage their emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I understand that you may feel frustrated and I'm also vulnerable and I'm I'm open with my emotions. I tell them, you know, I am really disappointed with the way you all are behaving right now. And so and I'm going to take five. And they know I need time to reset. So when we reset in our classroom, you're taking time to just kind of step away Think about your behavior. You need to figure out how you need to correct it. I tell them at the beginning of the year, I have a job. My job is to teach. Your job is to learn. So I'm going to try to do that all year long. I'm not going to waste my time to correct your behavior because we're going to learn those rules and learn the expectations at the start of the year. So you need to know if I come and stand beside your desk, that means you need to correct something. Mm. And I'm going to keep teaching. And so we've learned that we work on that. I have a common corner. Sometimes they go there on their own. Sometimes I'll, you know, descend them there so they can you know, calm down and then come back. That's good. And so that's kind of what we do to try to keep things flowing, you know, and deal with the complexities. You know, I always say that teachers, we have to be, we become all things to all kids, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> I right. mean, we the mama, we the daddy, we the sister, we the brother, especially nowadays with kids calling you sis. <laughs> I had a little third grader call me and say, I said, hold on, wait. <laughs> sis, wait a minute, time out. <laughs> yeah, I, I, get called, I get called bro all the time. Oh, wow. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Like, ooh. And see, <laughs> and, and y'all had a, a whole lot of good quotables. Uh, I think, Ms. Watkins, you said about uh, some, some to the effect of uh, uh, kids 
it, even at that age have to take because it takes me back to my own childhood. Now, granted, my mom was was awesome, great, but there was just there were some things that I decided to take to take on as being the oldest child, and I'm and I'm you know I'm ten, eleven, 12, I shouldn't be doing that. So you know you have to be aware of that. But then it was another thing that Miss uh, Taylor said. Uh, that our kids are more than a grade, and that's that's one of my things. Is 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 I, I had a discussion with a teacher mm-hmm. uh, one time uh, about you know well you know we just got to be patient with uh, this kid. We're having issues and stuff with a kid. We just got to be patient with it, you know, and just you know just just let her do. If she comes in, let her do. I said I can't. I said with all due respect, I can't let her let let her do that. I can't let her. I can't let her sleep in class. I can't let her. Whatever. Right. Because, because I, I know other kids that are going through situations <laughs> too and they're getting the work or they're doing this. I said, we got to find a way to reach her so she can get the work. We can't give her a pass. And, you know, yeah. I mean, that teacher kind of had a heart to heart with that because I, I, I really, that's my passion is, is uh, my passion is, is trying to reach kids so they can learn. Uh, and another thing you said also, I thought about a, a kid who was working. Uh, he was working at uh, Captain D's, which is one of my spots that I run to. And uh, he co- he would come in and sleep all the time. And I didn't know that. I pulled him outside because he's a good kid. Click on like, part hey, three you sleep of this episode on. of and, uh, A Cup of Joe. 